the weather what's interesting about the weather why do people ask you when they come in why do they say things like it's terrible it's really cold out there it's terrible weather we've been having recently yeah. or they say it's bad it's it's a horrible day just because does the weather being bad make it a horrible day so if that and more thrilling news on episode 120 of the scottish liberty podcast 120 who'd have thunk it and it's a very special episode today because it's somebody's birthday who is oh it's mine <laughs> oh as if he didn't know I oh, oh, yeah. oh i forgot all about the oh, birthday i forgot all about it, forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, with me so... anthony samaroff i've turned i've officially turned xdx today and um I never thought I'd reach the age of XDX, but that stage I am. Yeah. And uh, I'm taking a break out of my usual schedule of, I don't know, birthday threesomes to make this broadcast. <laughs> birthday threesomes? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's my usual, that's my usual. <laughs> what what you, else? hands up, birthday threesome. Well, <laughs> two girls have sex with you at the same time, just the same as any, any other threesome except for it's on your birthday. That's what, well, I've, that's no. what I've been going wrong with my threesomes then. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess yeah. it's not necessarily two girls and a, and a guy in a threesome now, is it? A devil's threesome, they call it. Have you ever participated in a devil's threesome? Uh, I may have, that <laughs> unbeknownst to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Would I remember it if I had? I... I refuse to answer the question. Okay. So uh, we've got some interesting stuff. I think I think it's interesting. Whether you guys at home think it's well, you probably think it's interesting since you tune into well, the show on the reg. Let's start with the weather. Right. Something that isn't. Shall I share screens for this? Why not? Yeah. Just seriously, looking at our ugly mugs. Well, I know a lot yeah. of you guys. Let you you start talking. I'll do screen sharing. Well, a lot of Americans, um, particularly, and even other Europeans. Uh, are completely and utterly flummoxed, baffled, and even bamboozled by the British obsession with <laughs> the, weather. the weather, right? It's like, what the, you know? Um, and the first thing I can say about that is, well, we, we live on an island that's in the middle of, uh, I don't know, about three or four, maybe five, maybe even as much as five different weather systems all swirling around. So it's very changeable. Uh, you know, things are unpredictable, not quite like you would have, you know, we go to places like Austria, Germany, um, most of continental Europe, you know, so the weather's pretty much predictable, but here in the UK, it's it's very, very changeable, and it, it's just, it's a really old, time-honoured yeah, yeah. British talking point, the weather, it's and it's small, like small talk, talk as well. I, 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 I used to work in a news agent, and do they call it news agent in the states? They probably call it a drugstore or something. I don't know. Yeah, just a, <laughs> just a, basically the kind of place where you get your paper, your newspaper, you call it and you the get fake snacks, news agent. The fake news agent. Well, I thought I, I, I was still kind of lefty at the time, although I think it was on my journey to libertarianism, and um, I did, I thought philosophically. I don't really believe in the products we sell here, so I'm going to make it my job to brighten up people's day. And um, and in some audio, new age audio program, I heard someone say, it's not a horrible day, it's just a wet day. So I annoyed people by uh, when they came in with their umbrellas and it was pouring, they were like, oh, it's a horrible day today. And I'd say, there's no such thing as a horrible day, just a wet one. 
And one time uh, a woman came in and she said, it's a wet day today. And I was like, uh, and she was like, you know, when you first told me that, I thought it was really weird, but uh, I thought about it. And then I said it to my daughter and now I really like it. I always say it to myself. So I brought some warmth into her cold Scottish winter. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Um, <laughs> the, the... <laughs> That's a good anecdote. So, so I wouldn't open up with it if I was you, if you're doing any talks or anything like that. But anyhow, the, the one of the things that really baffles foreigners here is actually the news uh, obsession <laughs> with the weather. It's like it's in newspapers, it's on the TV. Like, a, they, they actually ask people to send in pictures of where they are, what the weather's like, and uh, and the constant disruption. You know, a little bit of snow. I mean, we don't get snow here. Not really. You know, Russia I gets snow. Get more Sweden we were, gets snow. When I was a kid, yeah, we, but we don't get, get it. More. We don't get it. Like, There'll be places in America where you will you will really get snow. Canada gets snow. Like I say, Scandinavia gets snow. Finland gets snow. Britain really doesn't get snow the way these countries do. But yet we get a flurry of it, and it's chaos. Um, you know, trains are disrupted, roads are disrupted. People can't get to their work. People's heating goes off. You know, and that that is uh, what what gives. And I think it's because we don't really, our, our, all our weather combating agencies are on such a shoestring budget, like they're, they're loath to like uh, prepare because that costs a lot of money. So they're sitting with their fingers crossed thinking, let's hope we get through this winter without having to spend anything. Um, and just and it, always, it always catches us out. It I was really just always catches up us because out. Because they're so obsessed with uh, the weather that... <laughs> You've got this story, Osborne on Brexit and UK ice and snow disruption. It's like they have to tie everything, including it's because people voted to leave the EU that this we is have why this, we're this bad weather. Bad weather. Yeah. That's what it is. Those right wingers voting in favour of Brexit. It's their fault. The the Brexit so delay bad. is likely. That's probably delayed due to the weather. Yeah, it's yeah. probably delayed during like. You know, see when you go on like ScotRail, we've got these ScotRail, ScotRail, as people like to call it. That's our sort of quasi-nationalised um, rail yes, service. It's that public-private partnership yeah. thing again. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they've got this like uh, report sign that says report anything suspicious. I called up and I was like, a train was fucking on time, man. <laughs> very suspicious. So. That is the. I mean, that said, the trains are, I think, better now than they used to be when I was a kid when it was nationalised, you know, but uh, that, that's a matter <laughs> for debate. Um, but the, yeah, the whole weather thing here in the UK is a puzzle to most foreigners. It's just something people like to talk about here, uh, um, and it's something that the, the media are obsessed with. I mean, especially because it's better than talking about real things that actually affect people. It's better than maybe. You know, telling people the truth about what's actually happened. It's better than discussing the national debt. It's better than discussing the fact that you know that we're we're, we're in debt to trillions of pounds that we'll probably never be able to come back, uh, get back from. Uh, it's better than discussing the fact that our army is in disarray, that our navy's in disarray. You know, we've got aircraft carriers that the, the planes can't actually land on. Uh, all that kind of stuff. It's better to stick to the better to stick to Iraq and Afghanistan. Which we could, but Let do you know what's quite interesting? It's like 
Uh, it, it reminds me of that Tears for Fears song, Head Over Heels, where he goes, I wanted to be with you alone and talk about the weather. It is very British, but is that really what he wants to do when he gets her alone? Like, Probably, yeah. Again, you know, it's, a, it's a very British thing. You know. Because but, that's not what I would be thinking. <laughs> moving on. As moving Stevie Ray Vaughan would say, just can't stand the weather, so uh, let's let's get away. Or from as it. wet, wet, wet said, everywhere you go, always take the wet. No, that no, was crowded house. house oh, how did I manage that? <laughs> it would be it would be more sensible if it was wet, wet, wet. It was just a wet. wet <laughs> one of them was a terrible band, and the other yeah. one's actually quite. A I, decent I love band. crowded house. Yeah. yeah, wet, wet, wet. We're pretty gash. <laughs> they were pretty. <laughs> do Sorry they know? Do they know wet, wet, wet in America? Were they just famous here, or were they famous worldwide? I think they got they because they done that. Was it four weddings and a funeral? All right, they yeah. done the I feel it in my fingers. Oh yeah, wasn't, that wasn't even their song. Was yeah, it? no, but it was their best song, and it wasn't. They didn't even write yeah, it. And, and Marty Pello, talk about punchable faces. Marty Pello, who was the lead singer, uh, I don't even know if he's a nice guy, horrible guy. I have no idea, but he had an extremely punchable face. He constantly felt the need to grin inanely while he and was And he singing. is from Scotland, by the way, which yeah. is. Uh, addressing to mention the band were as I actually saw him in a musical there was a Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde musical and I went there and the really funny thing is so many of the songs in it had the word evil in it and every time every time he sung the word evil he pointed down at his bot crotch and I really wanted to I went to review it I was sent to review it by a publication that I was writing for I really wanted to call my review Marty Pello's Evil Balls. It's <laughs> 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 a pretty good show today. Anyways, anyway, so from Marty Pello's punchable coupon uh, to, face, if you to like, a new one. to another one. Um, Tell us about this MAGA hat wearing. This MAGA hat wearing fiend. Uh, okay. CNN, that paragon of, you know, worthy uh, news sources um, basically started a dog pile on uh, an American teenager. According to Slate, this teenager harassed a Native American veteran. Yeah, it's just not true. Here's the, here's the bottom line. Okay, the, the narrative was this, that uh, this guy, Phillips, who was a, a, an American Indian, okay? I'm, yeah, I did say American Indian. So if it's good enough for the American Indian movement, uh, who are a, a civil rights movement for American Indians, uh, who that was, you know, uh, Russell Means, I don't know if anybody has heard of him, he was in the movie, uh, he played Chingachuk in the movie uh, Last of the Mohicans, the, the modern movie with Daniel Day-Lewis, and he was a, a rights activist and a libertarian, ran for the American Libertarian Party, uh, dead now, I know he kind of fell out with the American Indian movement at some point, and they don't like to associate themselves with him, I think it was infighting, but anyway, American Indian movement. So this guy decides, apparently what happened was all these youths, the youths from a Catholic school in America, mainly mainly boys, I don't know if there was any girls there, I think it was a boys school, um, they were at this monument for the veterans and the, the Indian guy who is, a, who says he's a veteran himself, a Vietnam veteran, goes there to perform an Indian uh, ritual um, for the departed who happened to have also been Native Americans or American Indians. 
So he was apparently there, and suddenly these youths started to pillar him and mock him and shout things like, build that wall, build that wall. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, Why? And all, all that. But this is the narrative, okay? okay? And then apparently they blocked his path to the National Monument and started to pillar him more, and one of them threw a beer can and all this kind of jazz. Subsequently, it turns out when you look at the whole story of what happened, it was nothing remotely resembling that. The first thing that started the whole thing was there was a group there who called themselves the Black Hebrew Movement. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard about that. It's like, um, what can you do? I'm black and I'm oppressed. How do I make myself less oppressed? I know I'll be a Jew as well as a black guy, right? You know, that's that's really going to help. But anyway. Go all three. Why don't you become <laughs> gay as well? I'm a gay black Jew. Yeah, and uh, so, so anyway, so these guys were Conservative. there. Conservative. I'm a yeah. gay black Jew. Conservative. Yeah, that would really turn people Conservatives off. should be considered to be a, a minority, a group. minority yeah. group and also oppressed because they are. Because you're hated for yeah. it. Well, this boy is certainly hated. So there was a group there calling themselves the Black uh, Hebrew <laughs> Movement or whatever, and uh, they're, they're, I would call them a, a cult. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh quite, <laughs> I'm I would call them a cult. Um, they've got some very strange beliefs, and uh, they're, they're, they don't have a centralised authority. So How can it be a cult then? Yeah, their beliefs are cultish. I don't know. But uh, anyway, they, there are certainly groups of them that are vehemently anti-white, they believe that white people are the devil, and they started pillorying the the young Catholic boys. And they were shouting things like, your president's a paedophile, he's a homosexual. Uh, and by the way, they started pillorying the Native American guy, the American Indian guy. They started shouting things like, and they had their, their King James Bible out, and they were saying, you lost your nation, you lost your country, to the white man because you were worshiping the totem pole. You lost your country because you were you weren't worshiping the true God, right? And they were shouting this at the, the Native American guy, and they were shouting it at the the white guys. And one of the there was a, a black kid in amongst the, the the white kids, and he came forward to to remonstrate with these guys, and they called him an Uncle Tom, uh, and all that one. kind of jazz, right? So these guys were these guys were really kicking off. No, there was there was no violence at any point in this thing. It was just all verbal altercations. At some point, this guy Phillips, who was the American Indian guy, started to chant the American Indian movement anthem and bang a drum. And the the young guys all sort of joined in chanting their school song, which apparently is very similar, got a similar beat, you know, and they're all sort of like boogieing down and getting with it. And the the this guy, the veteran, moves what you can you can see this on video clearly walks towards them banging the drum now his way to the monument was not impeded at any point he could have walked to the monument but he didn't he walked right into the center of this crowd of kids and the kids were all pretty much good natured about it they were laughing they weren't laughing at the guy they were just laughing having a good time and jumping around to to the guy beating the drum so the guy gets the the guy beating the drum gets right up in the teen's face and beats the drum in the face. And the, the, the kid just stands there and, in my view, shows remarkable restraint 
and just kind of like smiles because it's an awkward situation. So it's like it's not. I don't think it's a smug smile. It's kind of like say, an awkward in, smile. In this picture, he does look smug as fuck. But the thing is, you can make anyone look like anything if you just well, take, if you take the right you, picture. Exactly. Right Some picture. pictures can even make me look handsome. So let's not uh, rely on that. Now, yeah, some of these the kids were wearing uh, Make America Great caps, which obviously means that the devil they're from fascists. the get-go. Yeah, they're right. fascists, they're Nazis. And uh, a lot of them had been to the pro-life um, rally that Ben Shapiro had been at, okay. the one that Mike Penn spoke at over the over the, the internet. I don't think he was actually there in person. Um, so they'd all been there, and they took time out to go and visit this monument. At no point... And in, in two hours of footage that you can watch, at no point do you see any of these kids or hear any of these kids shout, build that wall, build that wall. <laughs> Although if they did, it would be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, well, even if they did, so what? But it turns out that red man speak with forked tongue, right? He told lies. You he, can't call him red man. Well, they say that it's an old saying: "White man speak with forked tongue." Right? Okay, right. so right, so I'm it's saying, still racist. <laughs> okay, whatever. Like you know, slightly brown but not quite brown guy. Right? <laughs> speak with forked tongue. Um, and CNN jumped on this story. Didn't check any facts because who cares, really? You know, uh, didn't check the rest of the footage just ladled in and then there was a dog pile and a feeding frenzy on these kids. They were being denounced. The kid who was in the picture that you, you saw that Anthony put up got, I mean, they're, they're telling, they're, a lot of you Americans will know this story better than us here in the UK, but the kid got doxxed, his family got threatened, um, and it's been a pretty bad week for that kid and some of those kids. And they're even talking about that he should be, because he's, he's doing a chef's course, this kid, right. and there's talk that he should be kicked off it and honestly now if it wasn't bad enough that the leftists were piling into this kid on the internet and saying he had a punchable face and saying that you know he's a nazi and the usual crap that they throw at people and doxing them and saying he should be kicked out of school and you know all sorts of horrible stuff that, that, that the leftists were dishing out as if that wasn't bad enough even people on the right started to pile in and this is before anybody bothered to check any facts uh, and denounce him and the rest of these kids. What and were the right saying it, about and it? None of it was true. Well, you know, uh, there was. I, I can't give you a name, and I should have. I should have researched this. But yeah, I know, are you talking about that libertarian? I don't. If if it is him, I don't want. Him, he's not on the right, but he, I don't want him to be named because he's a dick, and I don't want to give him any. No, I don't think it was even a libertarian. I think it was some people in the conservative who are known in the conservative sphere who piled in and said things like, well, you know, uh, we have nothing to do with this. This is the ugly side of Trumpism and all this. And again, nobody bothered to, to just do some homework and check, you know, the, the video footage was available, two hours of it. You can see who's clearly at fault. You can see clearly see who was and wasn't the provocateurs. And at the end of the day, these boys what were, were just they doing though. Who were, were the boys? Were, Why were they even there? Well, they were meant to visit. Well, pay their respects. It was kind of like a oh, monument. Right. It's, a, it's a national monument, you know. And what it's I was going to say monument. is there was there is a libertarian who shall not be named, but let's say he's got a history of cuckoldry, and um, he's um, one of these virtue signaling libertarians that uh, fought with Tom Woods. We might have mentioned him in our show. Uh, 
Libertarian mm. Uncle Tom's taunt, Libertarian Uncle, Uncle Tom, Tom Woods, yeah. um, who did actually go on Facebook and post, I'm a very non-violent person, blah, 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 but if anyone has a punchable face, it's that teenager. Um, okay. It's just like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. he's always on the wrong side of history. He's one of these ones that likes to suck up. Yeah. So not only do I think that this kid is not a villain, I think he's a bit of a, I think he handled himself pretty well. He just stood there. He didn't give any ground, but he didn't do anything provocative. He didn't make any smart comments that I could see. He didn't, he didn't really get angry. All he did was smile. And I, I think it's more an awkward kind of smile as opposed to anything else. I mean, why, there's a guy banging a drum and, you know, re, you know right in your face. kind of roaring medicine bullshit in the <laughs> face, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, that, that's, that's the kind of, that's what I saw. And um, and by the way, I'm, I'm a, I would call myself a person who's very sympathetic to um, the, the plight the of the Native American, American Indian. Like they are a people who the American government um, consistently broke treaties with mm -hmm. uh, and dishonored and uh, their property rights, disrespected their property rights, hounded them off a of lot land. of the america's policy because they won't actually let um the native americans have proper property rights and the re so-called reservations do we need reservations no we'll just turn up and if, <laughs> if we yeah. say anything wrong uh, someone will put us right afterwards and um, what I would say is like because of that they're kind of incent strongly incentivized to um just put casinos on them and they like they and basically there's a lot of ill health and addiction in, in native american communities and things like that and um, they don't really have that much uh, autonomy um there even reason i think had a great video on it when with a native american talking about how their lack of property rights didn't allow them to develop um properly yeah, I mean, without property rights, there are no rights, really. I think it's that you, I don't think you can stress the importance of property rights enough. Um, they have a bad rep, but yeah. even you know your life, your right to your life is predicated yeah. on the idea that your life is your property. So I, I'm 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 one who is uh, who is has a lot of sympathy mm. for 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 their position and for their plight, but this guy, um, it looks. All the evidence suggests from the video that he either lied or exaggerated or both, and I don't think that helps anybody's cause. Uh, and as for being a veteran, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Uh, I would like to know if there's anybody out there who knows anybody from, you know, who's in the Vietnam Veterans Association. Maybe do a bit of research on this guy and find out exactly uh, what kind of veteran he was. Because the thing about the Vietnam War, not a lot of people know this, and I don't mean to disrespect anybody who, who served over there. Of all the, let's say, hundreds of thousands of combat troops that, or troops who served in Vietnam, the, the overwhelming majority of troops that served there were what you would call, uh, in the parlance of the military, REMFs, right? Rear echelon motherfuckers. They were in the rear with the gear. They were guys who drove forklifts, guys who, you know, drove trucks and, you know, done the, the, the resupply and all that. So that was the vast majority. It was the minority who were actually combat troops mm -hmm. up to their knees in, you know, paddy water, getting bit to death with, 
you know, ticks and mosquitoes and had, you know, uh, Victor <coughs> Charles coming down, mortaring them and, and, and blowing them away. Th that was the minority. So there's veterans and there's veterans. So I don't know, I mean, I don't want to be quick to disparage this guy, but I would like to just do a little bit of research and find out just what his, what role his what this guy's role was and what his history was. Because as I say, uh, I'm not disparaging his culture. I'm not disparaging the case that would be but made. Him, but as an individual, as an individual, he's him. yeah, he's 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 gone down. And well, I didn't have any estimation from because I didn't know him. But he's the very fact that he he. I mean, why did he choose him? He didn't bang his drum in the face of the Black Israelites, the right. Black Hebrew movement. He didn't bang his drum in their face. They were the people that were saying you you deserve to get your country taken off you because you worship the totem pole. Right, and you can see this in video. He didn't mix it up with them. He decided to walk in amongst the teenagers and bang a drum in their face. Um, so you know, uh, T Rex style. He didn't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lots of yeah. music references in today's show. Absolutely. Um, so I think this guy is the anti-cuck. This young boy, like the antichrist, but cut. Yeah, he's the anti-cuck. I think he's a bit of a hero for standing his ground and not losing his shit when this guy was banging the drum in his face. And with all the crap that's been coming his way from adults who should know better, right? The kid is about 16 years old, okay? And I'm calling him a kid. He looks a bit older than I'm that. calling him a kid because I know in the States, I mean, you can't have a drink to your age. You're officially, you know, legally, you're regarded as a child at 16. Here in Scotland, you can get married, at 16. At 16. You can have a job at 16. You and you can, can even in. vote. You can go into the army. You can uh, you can go into the army, you can't serve in the front line, but you can, there's, there's all sorts of things that where you're treated as an adult at 16, um, but you, apparently you can't have a drink at your own wedding uh, because that's, you know, you're old enough to make a life-changing decision. You're old enough to change the destiny of a nation through the vote, um, but you can't decide to have a drink. Um, so that, that's the insanity we live in in Scotland. So that's why I'm calling the guy a, a a kid, but when he is a kid, what do you know really at that age at 16? So, fair play to him. Um, I'm giving him my vocal support anyway. Well done, kid. You are our anti cuck of the year so far. But from anti cucks to cucks, from anti cucks to cucks, we are not impressed with Tucker, also known as Cucker. Carlson and his anti-capitalist rhetoric. What we has happened? To, he reminds to me. We were, well, he was never. Re, well, I'd say he was never really a fully fledged libertarian, but uh, he was. He said he's he was very. He said he was very libertarian at one stage in his life. I think it got me. What gets me with Tucker Carlson? He's always got that. He's, he's got that permanent look of uh, on his face, like, like puzzlement. Yeah, like like a, somebody described it as a bear trying to work out how to get <laughs> and the bees hive. You know? But it's it's what it is is a, it's a way of discrediting your guest yeah. without actually making any arguments. Because if you look yeah, at your guest, like, are you what, crazy? What that what that communicates to the audience is that the guest's position is crazy without you actually. It's an argument without an argument. However, I think it's safe to say that we we have like. Yeah, he's taking some steps, but he's got like principles. Well, I'm sure he's got well, principles. Well, I guess he's got family values. It's not a fucking principle. Yeah. Like, it's just a, an opinion on what people should value. And I think 
what happened? Well, okay, well, you talk about what you've seen on the uh, the Ben Shapiro show well, with Tucker Carlson. He, but we, we, that would be to rewind. More recently, and not that recently, it's okay. a couple of weeks behind, he gave a spiel, he gave a talk, which got a lot of accolade because it was eloquent rather than because it uh, um, made sense. Uh, basically saying that the economy basically saying lefty shit like the economy should be run for people i guess you could say it's righty shit because if you look at the rhetoric of fascist regimes it was also the idea that business should be run in the service of the nation of the people and just the same way like basically the left have their um, idea of stuff should be there to serve the the people and the the right wanted to serve the nation whatever that is and they're really just collectives they're different names for collectives so the national interest is what the right love and the interest of the common man is what the left love but it makes no sense because there's only individuals and there's no such thing as a national interest right what's beneficial for you might not be beneficial for me how do we come to what the national interest is there's too many people involved there's too many factors any policy is going to benefit some individuals and some others and harm others yeah. but he is presenting this idea that there is such a thing as a national well, I guess interest. you've got to i guess you've got to sort of personify the nation you've got to yeah. go well the nation oh, so the as queen an entity is the, the queen yeah, yeah. is the, the the you know the embodiment of the or, or, yeah or there's, there's just a, a a personification in some way you go like the, you talk about the nation in the abstract like like it's something a living entity yes. in, of it, in of itself and there's there's things that benefit it and things that don't benefit it um and you can't i i don't think that that holds up to the scrutiny of reason because what is that because right supposing this gives you 10 this policy gives you 10 happiness but it gives me minus six happiness like there's no way to measure happiness like how do we even say well maybe you should be less happy than i am because yeah. say you're a criminal yeah like there, there's 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 too many factors involved to actually create any coherent um concept of a collective interest but he is by he is a collectivist uh, he's a right-wing collectivist and he's presenting the idea that the economy should serve people not people serve the economy again a very left uh, wing sound by and that family va and i agree but no one i agree that i agree that, with that yeah that economics isn't the all and like but how much do you want out of the economy do you want the economy to be like sucking your dick or like or wiping your ass like the the purpose of the economy is the exchange of goods and services yeah. and the free market pushes down the price of goods and services to make them more available so you've got more time to spend with your family you've got more time to spend with your friends you've got more time to pursue your hobbies um, because you do need to work less to pay the bills um but sorry I, i've been do you do you think that um i mean i get the impression that there's a lot of people on the right who it, it's a form of virtue signaling or dog whistling to people on the left that they think i they, don't think that's what it, well hang on a second and, and, they, and, and they, what they're doing is they're saying look i know there's problems over here on the right but see me I care. 
Yeah. I really care. I care about people and I, I care about people's plight and I care about, yeah. their, uh, you know, them losing their job and stuff. You know, I'm a caring person. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, get those guys, those other guys on the right that, that don't care and they're nasty capitalists. I'm not one of the nasty capitalists. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a freedom loving conservative. And I think they make, they're making some sort of appeal uh, to whoever might be reasonable on the, on the left. But I, I don't think, and I don't think it works. I think they, they dislike you anyway, yeah. most of them. Uh, and that kind of uh, virtue signaling, that's sending out a signal to people like-minded people just on the push the line. Yeah. They'll, they'll just pile in more, even more, more on you, I think. You know. If you give them an inch, then they want to renegotiate another inch. Yeah. But the, but the give thing them is, a I agree that that happens. They'll boot you in the and ass with it. There's neocons like David Frum, who I think... Where's he from? Do what you do what you're talking about. I don't think that's what Tucker Carlson okay. is doing. He's definitely speaking to the Trump MAGA hat wearing uh, machines took our jobs, foreigners took our job. That's who he's dog whistling to. Yeah. And he's trying to validate their collectivism by saying family values are more important than the economy. You know, and the thing is those people are defined not by their own values they're defined by hatred of the left they don't have a coherent philosophy in my opinion and they are also tempted by the fruits of collectivism by redistribution by subsidies by yeah. all the benefits that the state has to give you they just don't want to be on the left so even though they want a ton of the stuff that the left want they just don't like social justice warriors they just don't want um like Venezuela type socialism, and they yeah. just know that they fucking hate pussies, like that are yeah, like they're, they're oh, kind of hyper patriots. And I think it's well. really a bad idea, and this is a problem that I have with the right in general, at least in for several decades, which is they allow themselves to be defined by what they're not. I yep. think that's a big mistake, and it's one of the things I love about libertarianism. We have a coherent philosophy, and we're defined by our love of liberty and it, we are not reacting now we talk about the left a lot but see if we were here in the 80s okay i know that you were you you were a fan of maggie thatcher fine yeah. but if we were doing this show in the 80s we'd have probably have a lot of problems with conservative yeah. at, the, at the time for es sure especially yeah. with their um social conservatism which uh, uh you know and also family with, values and but imposing that yeah. on other people through the law we had we will have had and not even been very good at it themselves <laughs> right yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th th we would have had problems with their record on civil liberties yeah. we would have had problems with their free form. speech yeah. Uh, yeah they were bad on free speech we would have had problems with their their tendency towards foreign interventions it just happens to be that at this point in history i think the left are the major threat to liberty and that's why we talk about them more. But that could change, especially, I don't know, especially yeah. with more of the kind of talk that Tucker Carlson's doing, which makes him sound reasonable. But actually, if you go into the reads and part, pick apart what he's saying, it basically amounts to the government should be allowed to intervene in the economy. Well, once you state that as a principle because you think that the right government and i say right ambiguously the right wing yeah. government will use that power for evil 
yeah. you're going to hand on, sorry, for good, you're going to hand on that power to a left-wing government that's going to use the same power. So they got no prints. You have to have opposing uh, policy for the wrong reason is mm. not good enough. I mean, I mean, like, I would have understood, I'm not saying I'd necessarily regret, but I, yeah. I can get it. If people go, look, I'm not entirely comfortable with the idea of like 20, 30 tonnes of truck, you know, steam, steaming down the highway at 55 miles an hour uh, with nobody in it. It's just been driven by a, 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 computer. A, a computer. I can understand why people would be concerned about that. And if Tucker Carlson said, well, look, I don't think these things are anywhere near ready that's that. not what he's saying. But that's not what he's saying. And the, the, the Teamsters opposed it, the big trucking union in the United States. Of course States. they would. They, of, of course, course they would. They, would, cause they, they opposed it because be... they don't want their drivers. They, they're right. supposed to represent drivers. They want their drivers laid off. I don't think the technology is anywhere near ready yet. It will be. It will be. And here's the thing. So if you take a leftist who says, who goes on TV and says, I think that marijuana should be legalized because blah, blah, right? It needs, it's, but I don't think other drugs should be legalized. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the thing is, it's not important what policies people advocate, it's the principle. Are they, are they promoting it because it promotes personal liberty? If you don't support the policy because on libertarian grounds, it doesn't matter what your justification is because you're not actually opening the door to the kind of society that we want. It, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson was on Ben Shapiro's show and Ben Shapiro said, you'd ban these um, these self-driving trucks. And he did that face that you yeah. were talking about yeah. before that. <laughs> and he went, oh, sorry, for, I'm doing it for people on YouTube. <laughs> he was it's like, more quizzical than that. It's more kind of He's like, are you kidding? In a second. Yeah. In a second. Like, and it's like, okay, what gives you the right, Mr. Commissar, to ban them? Do you and, and, and don't you think that Ben Shapiro was really, he was really so easy on him? Weak. He was so weak. He gave him some lame ass response. On, I think he was taken aback by it though. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. He gave some lame-ass response about And also about I think he's got a certain amount of respect about, for Tucker Carlson as He does, well. but, but yeah. I've, got, I've got a certain amount, but if we had him on this show, I'd take a debate him on it. Yeah. And the thing is, he gave some lame... He always, ben Shapiro always ends up appealing to religion, which really annoys me. It's fine well, as you're religious. Well, religious yeah. yeah, but that's not a justification. That's, you, your justifications need to be secular and rational. Uh, because otherwise they don't have um, universal appeal. Uh, you can't. You can't. You can only be talking to people who accept your premises if you make an appeal to religiosity. Right. Okay. So as as a secular person, um, it, you, you're not going to talk me out of having talk me into having self-driving trucks based on an appeal to religion. Yeah. However, what I'd say is. It might be obvious to you guys, but it sure doesn't seem to be obvious to Tucker Carlson. It's like, see if self-driving trucks come on the road. Everything in the shops is going to be much cheaper because you don't have to pay those labor costs. Which means, you know, if this cup of coffee costs um, 80 cents instead of a dollar, that means you've got 20 cents more to go out and spend on something else that will put someone else in a job. It's, it's, wor it's worth mentioning that... Uh 
in the immediate. It's, it's I think it's. Well, it's all, I think yeah, I think what what people what annoys some people is people dismiss it as if it's not going to cause unemployment. Of course it will. And in the short and the short term, it definitely will. But you're not entitled to a job. You're not. And the solution to it is to free market so that it's easy. Get rid of all the labour laws. Get rid of the minimum wage, or at least make a permanent minimum wage freeze because the minimum wage here is going up this year or has gone up this year. And it's it, what it means is it's going to be harder for people to get a job. Yeah. Do you know, ba basically because they're going to come out of the trucking industry. I mean, the, I mean one of the main reasons. Less jobs yeah, for one them. One of the main reasons of looking for to do these trucks is, like you say, it's going to be cheaper. If there wasn't a minimum wage, then perhaps they wouldn't be so keen to go for driverless trucks because it'd be cheaper to actually have a human being. Well, I it. think that truckers actually earn significantly more than the minimum wage. But yeah, of course they do. They, yeah. So, so they're they're but, not an effect. But it's, it's, it's market. Yeah. Okay. But having that being said, you don't know how much cheaper everything would be because see if you maybe the warehouse attendant that that loads the truck on is is paid minimum wage. Yeah. Which means if he was getting a little bit less than that, there'd be more money to pay the trucker, for yeah. example. Yeah. The economy is really complicated. Yeah. So I'm disappointed with Tucker Carlson, but I'm not surprised because he was never a libertarian. And all of these right-wingers that like to masquerade as libertarians to get libertarians on the Trump train, mm. uh, I, I think. They make libertarian noises. Yes, but yeah. they've got no principles. So you can't trust someone that doesn't have, or at least they don't have, they don't share our principles. So if they don't share... Yeah. Liber if they don't share a zest for liberty and and volunteerism, essentially, you can't trust them. They will throw you under the bus as soon as they have. They've got a higher and a, value and a driverless bus. <laughs> That's really good. That is really good. Do you have anything more to say on Cucker Carlson other than Tucker Carlson? You are so, um, but however, the year is young, and I'm sure you'll be beaten uh, down into I don't know hundredth place by the end of the year. Well, he is. I don't. I There's think no I, I, I suggest there, you listen to his talk, yeah. and because where is the argument? I think there's also an argument. Right. Or, uh, sorry, an article on Lou Rockwell's page where they dissect a lot of what Tucker Carlson's been saying over the last year. It so, is pure. But listen to it because it, it's an interesting study because this has been lauded. I've even seen libertarians going, oh, Tucker Carlson is like just a gem in the mainstream media. Listen to it and tell me where the arguments are, right? Yeah. It's all rhetoric. It's all flurry language and it appeals to emotion. There is no logic, none. There's no arguments in it. So... Wait, no, no, tell no, me if no. I'm wrong. There's Am no I wrong? Logic. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Anthony. You're just an asshole. Okay. Right, so. Anything else? Yes, you've got one more news story. And I oh, and then I've yeah. got some news. Some big news. Big news. Big news for all you people. Um this is the Metro. It's actually old news. It's a Metro newspaper, which is a sort of local free newspaper, and this is from Monday, January the 21st, and the story goes thus. Uh, the headline is, Sex Assault Soldier, quote, 
let off because she's female. She got a pussy pass. Apparently she got the pussy pass. Uh, uh, Trooper Coriolis Holmes, okay, tried to kiss a male colleague when she returned to barracks after a night out. Army sources of sex. That's hardly okay. sexual harassment. Well, this is this is going to stick with it. This is going to break. Okay, a female soldier who rubbed her body against. It. I mean, there, there she, she looks. I mean, would you object if she tried to kiss you? Um, as long as we can do a army cosplay. Okay. Yeah. Well, got the uniform on. Uh, a female soldier who rubbed her body. Okay, and of course, just because. I or Anthony might not object, doesn't mean somebody else can't yeah, object. Yeah, right? they're allowed to object. A female soldier who rubbed her body against a male colleague and tried to kiss him has been disciplined for sex assault. Uh, trooper Corey Alice Holmes, 25, a private in the household cavalry. Well, there goes the neighborhood. I'm sorry, but what the flying is a woman doing in the household cavalry? There you go. Let's see the shit I get for that one. No, um, none from our audience. <laughs> a private what in the household cavalry. Household she, cavalry. She's not riding a horse. Senior regiment in the British Army. They are an amalgamation of the Blues and Royals. In fact, she's actually in the Blues and Royals, which is Prince Prince Harry's regiment. Um, they are cavalry regiment, which means they're now armoured. Um, so they, they ride horses. They do ride horses, and oh, they, they right. do ceremonial duty. They do tripping the colour, all that kind of thing. Um, uh, see, I'm, I'm not bothered about her being in the household cavalry. It's the fact you said she's in a senior position. <laughs> What's a woman doing in a senior position? She's not a senior position. She's in a senior regiment. Right? Okay. But so, so, senior regiment. so they are the, the, the top regiment in, in the British Army in terms of seniority uh, uh, because they're cavalry and because they're household troops, personal troops of, of, of the sovereign. So anyway, um, but it's news to me that women... We're, we're in there now. I never, I never knew that. I thought maybe she was attached personnel or something like that. You know, maybe maybe a cook or a tailor or something. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but anyway, no. Apparently she's a, apparently she's a warrior. So uh, anyway, next day she was hauled before top brass in the regiment which Princess William and Harry belonged to, and warned her she would be kicked out if there was any further misconduct. But outraged male colleagues tipped off the military police because they thought she had been let off too lightly. They claimed any male soldier who did the same to a female colleague would have been sent to military prison and booted out of the service. Well, military prison at Colchester ain't no joke, I'll tell you that. A source at Cumbermere Barracks, Windsor, been there, yeah, uh, told the Mail on Sunday, the male soldier was lying on a bed in the guard room. She leant over him, placing her arms either side of his head, basically pinning him down. He asked her to leave Sounds him hard. alone but she oh. carried on. Okay, well, then that is... They then went outside, and she was seen rubbing herself against him and trying to kiss him. He called out, help me. Like, just the kind of guys we've got in the army these days, I'm sorry. Eventually, the well, guard commander pulled away. She, she had been drinking, yeah. right? The blocks felt she had really been let off lightly, and if one of them had done it to a woman, they'd have been it's in huge trouble, which it is, is probably true, true right? It's true. When military police arrived <laughs> to launch a criminal investigation, the male soldier told them he was prepared to accept his senior officer's rulings. Official sources said the incident last Sunday was dealt with appropriately. The army said it takes such complaints, quote, very seriously. Last year, a private who groped a female officer in a nightclub when both were drunk was jailed for nine months. Now, that's a grope, not a kiss, right? But you, you don't know the extent of the grope. You know, I don't know whether it was yeah, obviously all groping serious, but I don't yeah. know if he stuck his hand right up her, you know, like or, a, like a veterinary side. grabbed her head. Yeah, or whether, whatever, whatever, you know. Uh, were, sorry, they were both, uh, sorry, he was jailed for nine months by a military court and then dismissed from the service. 
Well, so I'm getting so, yeah. groupings so slightly like, different. The, the argument is, I think the argument in favour of this would be, well, women are more vulnerable than men are. Then what's she doing in uniform? Well, there's a great, there, you, well, there's a would, great argument. You wouldn't be putting no, kids in uniform. No, sexually vulnerable, more, more vulnerable sexually. Well, than why? Men are. Okay, then, then surely the army has a duty of care to say, then we can't barrack women. With, why, why would you put women at risk then by putting them in the same regiment, as, putting them in the same environment, close environment as men? I think they should get the same punishment. If anything, it's to make a point on equality. Like even if it was true, even if but it, aren't we just playing into the left's hands? They are, but isn't but no, it's not nothing to do with the left. It's it's. See, here's the thing. Okay, well, I don't think do what she'd done was uh, was sexual assault. Yeah, I think assault. she should be. I, I don't think th it was. Okay, maybe the rubbing. Well, sexual assault is too strong. I'd say it was sexual harassment, yeah, not okay. sexual assault. Okay. And I um, think I, I think definitely think it's true that if it was a man, I think that the punishment would have been more severe. Yes. Uh, so they need to decide what the, the level of punishment is. Now, it's fair to say, okay, if you do it once, you're going to get disciplined. You're bad girl or boy. She might like being called a bad girl. And then and then if you do it again, then you get go to prison. But I don't think they should have a double standard because they should. Double standard. They should, <laughs> a double standard. They should appear to be impeccable in terms of their treatment. Yeah, I, I think. But as far as look, I'm concerned, they're both there in the army on the public dime, and they're a bunch of welfare parasites. So fucking both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, on that uh, harsh note, uh, you have something. Do you not want to say anything more about it? Uh, you said all you, you need to I say. I said all I need to say, other than yeah, I, I, I think I, I, things are going crazy, you know, and when I. When I was in the army back when Centurion was a rank, not a tank, uh, the, there was just, we just didn't have, occasionally you would have a woman who was in the catering corps behind the, you know, behind the, the hot plates there mm -hmm. serving you breakfast. Uh, catering corps, like hardcore, but yeah, catering. But there was, there was no, there was no serving women. And to, uh, before I left, mm -hmm. there were starting, women were starting to come in to, to male dominated environments. Uh, as officers, um, right. but and it was adjutants. Usually, you get a female adjutant, which is a perfect job for women, really. Because <laughs> it's, it's about getting about finding fault with things. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't like that. Oh, look at these curtains; they could do a wash. <clears throat> anyway, I think I'll stop there before any more trouble. So, yeah, it's a new thing. It, it, it's it's hard. I'm I'm old fashioned that way, and it's like uh, I think you got to make your mind up as well about having women in the military billeted closely with men um, well and it's, it's fine to go oh it shouldn't be an issue whether you like it or not well i think that mil women should be allowed to serve in the military provided they're able to reach the same standards as what is expected of men um mm. whether i think they should or it's a favorable or good job for them do you think it's something morally uh if you if you to say i mean you could make a case that any country that voluntarily puts women in the front lines morally bankrupt but why because men are more disposable than women and fuck men well i suppose that's a you, that's, you can that's, counter that but no 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 i i think i think i guess i see that i'm sympathetic towards that argue the argument there yeah. well it's a kind of traditionalist argument but the thing is as sure. a libertarian i'm not well even though even dis, despite the 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 moral 
it, my, my position morally on whether I think women should be in the front line or not is really irrelevant. It's should anybody whether, be in the front line? Exactly. <laughs> Does anyone have a... It's, but it's whether they should have the right to if they can achieve the same standards of, yeah. of excellence as a man has. And if they can, they're probably likely to be a little bit of a tomboy anyway. So they really, <laughs> do you know what, I, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm just not willing to legislate values. And okay. I think that, I think that value is one that many people share, including Hitler. Okay. Um, but surely you're legislating values when you go, women must. No, so, I mean, let me can't say. And by, and by the way, here's, here's what's really behind women serving in the front line in the British Army or any other army. I think it's certainly true in the American Army. Um, there's a, well, they believe there to be a lack of women in senior roles in the army, right? At the highest echelons, i.e. generals. There ain't a lot of women, female generals. And the, a, a, common, a, 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 common, uh, a common rebuttal to anybody who wants to, to women becoming uh, generals is, well, look, you don't have combat experience. A lot of, you know, a lot of men don't get general positions because they, they go, you, you have no combat experience. Yeah, yeah. You've never commanded troops in the field. So I think this is a way of, of getting women to, to bypass that kind of yeah, argument. they don't have right? to. They say, like, okay, yeah, I have served in a combat. They don't have to you know? reach the same standards as men to. Yeah. And even, you know, it's like, even where women are allowed to serve in, in, in combat units, they're usually not right on the front line. They're usually not mixing it up with, with the enemy. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, that's a more complicated argument. Yeah, because, but, but that but that is exactly as you would have it then, given yeah. your traditional values. You don't think they should be in those positions? Well, I think having to kill people in the most brutal of ways is um, something that nobody should have to do. And when people do have to do it, it's a job that needs to be done. I think it's a job best suited to young men of fighting age, so 18 to 35, 18 to 40. Uh, but then they group. have to live with that for the rest of their life. But, yeah. I'm making you the cuckle doodle dude of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I say it one Well, I just think, there's a, I think this is something slightly obscene about a, a, a person who's designed to to give life to give life to have, take to, 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 to take, take it away. Life. Well, I didn't um, realize that. I didn't however, some women are highly highly adept at doing it. You know, okay. uh, there's been female assassins. Uh, terrorist groups have operated with women who are extremely ruthless. So um, yeah, there's all that maybe, to be said as well. There's, there's, probably a whole, a, there's probably a whole wider discussion. To be I just don't want to promote male disposability personally because I think. Yeah. I think, do you know what, a case I'm not going to say that in the past it was fine that men were made disposable, or let's say, but let's say there was various benefits that, and things that men got for being disposable, and, and less and less were considered entitled to respect, and uh, so why should we continue to make ourselves disposable when we don't actually get the respect of, yeah. respect, any respect for it? So next time we have a draft and uh, conscript let it just be the women who go yeah let's let's <laughs> let's get some equality because why should they get by with millions yeah. of men under the age of 22 died in the first world war that were conscripted into the army yeah. most but of whom couldn't vote i'm sure either yeah, because sure they weren't they were, old enough to i'm vote. sure that they were i'm sure that they were more privileged than the women who didn't have the vote yeah. uh, the ones that died at the age of what yeah. 16 17. <laughs> okay so moving on okay from that. so
big announcement. Big news for all. And it's not just that it's my birthday. The big news is anyone in the states get thee to New York on the 9th of September. I will be debating going on at the Soho Forum. Gene Epstein of the Soho Forum has been kind enough to invite me to debate. But more than that, I will be debating Andrew Yang, who is running for president in 2020. Andrew Yang has been on Sam Harris's show, which does like, I don't know, 500,000 hits. God, Lord knows. He's been on Ezra Klein's show. I don't know how many um, hits Ezra Klein's show does, but it must be a lot because Ezra Klein has interviewed Bill Gates on his show. So that there you go. I'm like three three degrees of separation from Bill Gates now. So I'm very impressed. I'm very pleased that we got Andrew Yang. He was my suggestion of opponent, but I thought he was too big a fish to agree. No, he lives in Manhattan, so it's not far for him to travel. And he's agreed to debate me. So I'm super excited. And if you can put the 9th of September in your diary, I'm stoked. Well, well just don't put it in your diary. Go. Uh, as well <laughs> yeah, yeah but more to the point um should add that it's it's of relevance to today's episode because we are he is of the position of robots are creating an apocalypse for poor people so uh, of poor people so i'm going to be debating that um basically the robots are going to enrich the poor more or less he is going to be debating that if we don't do something to stop the robot apocalypse. Can I suggest you start the debate with Kraftwerks, we are the robots. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah. his name is Andrew Yang, so I will be the yin to his yang in the debate. And um, I'm really excited. This is going to be awesome. I hope to meet some of you at the event if you're not too far from New York or you're rich enough to fly all the way from LA. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, oh yeah, there's one more thing. I want, want to make a plug. Just one. What are you Fucking Colombo. <laughs> just, just one more thing. One more thing. My wife. My wife loves your show. <laughs> if you do not listen to the Be Yourself and Love It podcast, have a listen to the last couple of episodes. They're only about 10 minutes long. A third one's going out today. I know that um, libertarians have a um, reputation for being a little bit aspie or artistic and not hot on the social skills. Uh, I'm doing a series uh, of short podcasts on how to communicate better with strangers and stuff like that, and I'd love your feedback on it. So check the most recent episodes out. They're only 10 minutes long. There's about three of them, uh, and um, let me know what you think. Uh, they're, they're good, <laughs> in my opinion. Until next week. Don't you go cucking. <laughs> <laughs> go trucking.